0: Let's hear what uh, Mr. Blystone said yesterday about Jim Renese. What is your opinion of the other uh, challenger in this race, in this uh, Republican primary, Jim Renese? Well, I think uh, he's more of DeWine 2.0. Uh, if, you want, if you want more of that kind of leftist ideology, he's your man. If you want a politician, he's your man. He doesn't have a, uh, a, a, a conservative voting record. Uh, he voted for transgender rights under the under the Obama uh, era. He voted for the Maloney Amendment. He voted for stricter background checks. I mean, he's a DeWine. He's a DeWine 2.0, said Joe Blystone of his uh, opponent in this GOP gu- gubernatorial primary, Jim Renese. Now it's time for Jim Renese to respond. Good morning, sir. How are you? All right, do we have Mr. Renese up? I can't hear him if we do. There Jim, you go. Can you hear me now, Bob? Now, Yes, I can. Thanks very much. Sorry about that, whatever it was. Okay, so um, obviously, you know, we've had you on before talking about your campaign. Uh, I've asked you in the past about Joe Blystone. Yesterday I re, uh, uh, re, you know returned that and asked Mr. Blystone about you. You heard his response. Um, I'm going to ask you about a couple of specific things in a moment, including that Maloney Amendment, but in a general sense, DeWine 2.0 and leftist ideology were the things that jumped out at me. How do you respond to that?
1: Well, Bob, look, I jumped in this race because it's important that we m- remove Mike DeWine. When I realized that Blystone was the only person running against him, I realized that he could not defeat Mike DeWine. And uh, it's one of the reasons why I jumped in. I don't know the man, um, don't really care to know the man. Um, I know a little bit about his personal history that would keep me from ever voting for him. But in the end, you know, uh, it's amazing. When I jumped in the race, he starts attacking me. So it's it's all about campaigns. And my goal will continue to be to defeat the wine, to convince uh, the voters of Ohio that I am the best candidate. I have the background, the experience. Uh, I have the conservative record. I have the the voting record that shows I'm pro-life and pro-gun and all those things that really make you conservative. Uh, this candidate just has a lot of talk. Uh, he has no background, he has no experience, he has no voting record, and I'm willing to uh, discuss my voting record 100%. The problem with guys like this is they say things with no background or experience or no, nothing to back it up, and I'm going to give you an example. You know, uh, this candidate, Bystone, came out, and it's a, it's a video where he said Child Protective Services is involved in child trafficking. He said, did you know that Muslims adopt children Take them out of the country and sell them, and everyone is involved. That's on the Internet. This is a quote. This is Joe Bystone saying this. There's no facts behind that. There's no specifics behind that. It's just talk. He also made the comment, and I heard him say, that Renese voted for stricter gun laws. He has, he has said multiple times that Jim Renese, uh, Pat voted for the Fix Nix bill. That's an absolute lie. I voted against the fix Nix bill that was added to a spending bill and I voted no. I've been able to show those things, but again, my campaign is about removing Mike DeWine. Oh, one other thing. He talked about Christy Nome. I, I listened to it and yet I have a more conservative record than Christy Nome. He said we need to have people like Christy Nome as governor. Well, I would like to thank him because my record actually conservative is a more conservative record than Christy Nome and I like Christy. So, uh, in the end, this is about defeating DeWine, um, uh, otherwise, you know, we have, we have this character who just continues to talk without any background or specifics behind it. He just talks, you know, I, I also heard in your interview, he called me a multimillionaire. I think he needs to really look at the value of his farm. (laughs) I mean, uh, Bob, he's a multimillionaire, uh, has a multimillionaire farm, but he talks about being a farmer, a simple guy. Um, in the end, um, I jumped in this race, not because of him. I jumped in this race because of Mike DeWine and finding someone who could defeat Mike DeWine. Um, I'm the only candidate uh, I I heard you in your interview. I mean, we have poll after poll after poll that shows that Jim and defeats Mike DeWine. And the only thing stopping me from defeating um, Mike DeWine will be some votes taken from other candidates that could, you know, and technically take votes away from me. Um, one other thing he said yesterday, which is kind of interesting, uh, and, it, and, it, and it relates to a couple things that you guys talked about. Um, he does have a donor, Marty Safko, who donated four or $5,000 to him, but also maxed out to Mike DeWine. I actually it was interesting. I actually talked to Marty Safko and asked him why he donated to Blystone and maxed out the max, uh Mike DeWine. And at that, in that conversation, he goes, well, Joe, Joe can't win, and he goes... He's a friend. He goes. And by the way, we're pay- we're doing a poll for him. We're 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 funding a poll for him. It's a trofonga, trofonga poll. Sure. I said. Also, oh, so the Blystone Camp is doing a poll. He says, yeah. He said, and I'm going to have the results next week. And that was on a Thursday. And actually, the following Monday, that poll came out. So that actually was not an independent poll. It was a poll done by donors for. Blystone to try and show him where he is at, but none of the details were ever put out on that poll, yet there are probably seven other polls with multiple details out there that show that Jim Renese and Mike DeWine are really the only two candidates in this race, and that Joe Blystone will peel off anywhere from 7 to 14% of the vote.
0: Um, Of those seven other polls you're talking about, how many of those are independent polls, as opposed to being paid for by a campaign, yours or anyone else's?
1: Uh, two of them are mine and four or five that I've seen are others. I mean, Committee for a Better Ohio has done multiple campaigns that show that, I mean, the last one Committee for a Better Ohio did had 42 Renee C, 41 DeWine and 12 Blystone, i think something like that i, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't i've, have I've seen Trump. a
0: handful of them i described that to mr Blystone yesterday that i've seen a handful of polls that i know were not paid for i didn't have a number though uh that's the reason i wanted to ask you of those seven so you're saying four or five of them are independent polls so that's that's good to know and people can look those up for themselves um I want to get more specific now because I talked in some depth with him uh, toward the end of my interview yesterday about this Maloney Amendment, uh, and I talked to you about this last time I interviewed you, was the allegation that you sp- supported and voted for a bill, an amendment to a bill, uh, that would require uh, states to allow same-sex access, or rather uh, trans access, uh, males and females and females and male restrooms as a part of an equal rights uh, push or amendment called the Maloney Amendment. Um, you denied that, said you did not vote for any such thing, but you did vote for the quote-unquote Maloney Amendment, particularly as it pertained to uh, a North, the uh, North Carolina bathroom bill. So I asked uh, Mr. Blystone yesterday, what proof do you have in the congressional record that you voted to support same-sex bathrooms?" Uh, bathrooms? He sent me, or his team sent me, a three-page explanation of the Maloney bill, in their view uh and uh and what your vote actually represented. I don't know that I mean there is a voice vote that is on the record that says you voted for this, so that is indeed a record. Beyond that it's a description or their take on what that bathroom or excuse me on what that amendment really really said and did. So I want to give you a chance to give your description of what that vote was all about.
1: Well sure Bob and I appreciate you you uh sent my team his statement, and that's what it is. It's his statement. There's no details. There's no specifics behind it. And I'm going to actually use his statement to to actually disprove this, which is kind of comical. In uh, in in this first paragraph of his statement, he talks about history, and he says the outlaw of discrimination began in 1941 with President Roosevelt signing it's an executive order. Um, and I'm just in in the second sentence says these groups were protected. From di- discrimination when seeking employment, this is right out of his uh, out of his statement. While well, seeking employment with federal government on defense industries, uh, uh, he says President Obama amended that for sexual preference and general idea. That's a true statement. Um, there has been an executive order all the way back to 1941 protecting um, pre- pre- protecting protected classes, race, color creed um a whole bunch of protect women uh this goes all the way back and president obama did add uh transgenders uh to that but that was that was in the context of discrimination when seeking employment in fact executive order 13672 signed by u.s president obama on july twenty fourth, 2014 amended two earlier executive orders to extend protection against discrimination in hiring and employment so that's the starting point. There is an executive order. And by the way, Bob, that executive order never has been pulled down. It was uh, it was an executive order that w- he carried through the Obama administration, carried through the Trump administration, and is currently still on the books. Where you cannot hire, you can't make a decision for hiring and firing anyone based on their race, color, creed or um or as and where Obama added sexual ad- gender identity, okay, so very simple, nothing to do with bathrooms, nothing to do with um, men and women 's bathrooms, nothing at all all right and and Maloney actually
0: well, tried before, to before, codify- be, before you go on to that uh, i I just I want to hit this part of it, and i 'm looking again at the statement that I asked you to respond to, which of course is why I sent it to your staff um, they 're specifically mentioning the North Carolina bathroom bill uh, that they Okay, passed we're, we're going to talk about that. Okay, you're going to get to that? Yeah, because yeah. I want to get to that's, that. That's, that's the one point that they're saying, hey, they're they're the ones who were denied federal funds for for uh, uh, energy and water because of their trans-bathroom bill and that that's what you voted for. So please continue.
1: Well, that, and, and that's absolutely a false statement. Okay, so their second paragraph, there was. In February 2016, that's a true statement in that sense that North Carolina passed an ordinance allowing transgender men to use bathroom restroom, and vice versa. That is true. Okay. But what they failed to do. So, so now I want to go to the amendments because that's what's important. All right. Those are two things in his statement. Now I'm going to use his statement his specifics. So first off the Maloney amendment was first brought to the defense authorization bill on May 19, 2016. Maloney added, and remember Let's not confuse this. The amendment is about hiring and firing and employment of, of protected classes uh, being race, color, creed. And as I said, Obama added sexual preference. It, it failed and I voted against it. It's 100% failed. And I voted against it in the defense authorization bill on May 19th, 2016, one week later, one week later, um maloney who was adamant about putting this amendment um codifying it that's all he was really trying to do remember it's a law right now but it's a um today it's not a codified law that's the question it's an executive order so maloney brought it back again one week later in the energy and water bill hr 5055 but here's what we did we amended it with two different amendments. See, he keeps in his statement. He says, "Well, Renee, you'll talk about the Pitts amendment." No, there was two amendments. There was actually three amendments in that bill. I want to talk about all three. The first amendment was the Byrne amendment, which exempted religious groups from that directive. I voted for that. All right, which was uh, which that directive being the Maloney amendment. Mm-hmm. So we so um, that was to make sure that. Religious freedoms were protected. There was also another amendment, the Pitts Amendment, which said, cannot run afoul of the First Amendment, the 14th Amendment, and Article One of the Constitution in its anti-discrimination efforts. So the Republicans voted to attach amendments to take the Maloney Amendment and say, you know what, we don't care about hiring and firing as long as uh, religious freedoms are protected and as long as the First Amendment, the 14th Amendment, and Article 1 of the Constitution and its anti-discrimination efforts. So we added, we added those things to it. And, and then 45 Republicans voted for it, and I was one of them. And I voted for it because I 100% agree that we have to make sure that religious freedoms are protected, which they're not protected now, Bob. That's one of the problems. They are not protected now. And they would have been if we would have been able to get this passed. And the Pitts Amendment um, also gave protections. But there was also another amendment that Mr. Bystone seems to have forgotten about that was also in this bill, and it was the Pittinger Amendment, which actually prohibited the use of funds awarded to or within the state of North Carolina for, for transgender bathrooms. And I voted for that, too. So what's interesting is... Hold His on! I opinion- want to make sure I heard that
0: correctly. I want to make sure I heard that correctly. The Third Amendment, the Pittenger Amendment, um, uh, made it uh, uh denied funds to North Carolina specifically because they had passed their own trans bathroom bill, and you voted for that bill, which which denied those funds to North Carolina.
1: Right. So those okay. were the three amendments that he seems to have forgotten about that were in here. But by the way. He wants to say that the Maloney Amendment supported transgender bathrooms. It had nothing to do with transgender bathrooms, zero. But in this same bill, there are three amendments that actually do have to do with transgender bathrooms, um, especially the Pittinger Amendment, which I voted for, that stopped these funds from being used. But I also did one more thing back then in 2015, Bob. I also signed the mandamus a mandamus action, which... Um, uh, a member of Congress, a very strong supporter of, of making sure that transgender bathrooms were never allowed, um, uh, asked me and many others to sign on to. And I was one of the few Ohio Republicans that did sign on to that, which supported that transgender bathrooms could not be made available um, in, in, a, in the state as well. And uh, I was one of the members of Congress that signed on to that. So. If you look at my history, um, and and that's why I have to laugh, we have a candidate that seems to be dead set on attacking Jim Renese with false statements. And by the way, I think if if, what what I've learned about this candidate is if you oppose him, he attacks you with false statements. These are false statements. By the way, these are libel statements as well. And I'm continuing to listen to him as he continues to go down this path. Um, And we'll see where we go with this. But. You know, you can't libel even a political figure. And I hope he's listening to this interview. You cannot libel even a political figure. So I hope he continues down this path. But in the end, my only goal today was to respond to your request. To mm-hmm. uh, uh, And by the way, I will also tell you, it's kind of interesting. You can go back and your listeners can go back. Uh, there's an article by Mitchell Fitzpatrick on May 26, 2016. It's uh, Furious. It's Furious. Uh, Pelosi slams Burns' Religious Liberty Amendment as vile, bigoted, and disgraceful. Um, you can go back and see that Pelosi was ripping uh, us for adding these amendments, uh, saying that they were anti-allowing uh, of transgender bathrooms. There are so many articles on this where she just ripped us for doing this. Um well, here, here's a statement from a Republicans overwhelmingly voted to uh, support HB2, the hateful and discriminatory state law in North Carolina to enable anti LG bigotry across our country, Pelosi said. So all you have to do is go back and do a little research, which I'm, I'm appreciative that many conservatives throughout the state of Ohio did their research and signed on to letters in support of me that say that this is just an absolute lie. But this candidate appears to want to continue to use a false statement because that's all he has. He doesn't have, uh, you know, if you listen to him, he he doesn't have anything that promotes what he wants to do. He just wants to attack, whether it's Sarah Chambers, the person you had on before, me, everybody else. It's always about attacking. Firstly, let's remove Mike DeWine. That should be the goal. Let's Run campaigns to move. Well, th- th- Mike those DeWine. are
0: those are two things, and I said the same thing to Mr. Blystone yesterday that he and I and you all agree on is that Mike DeWine has got to go. And it sounds like I said this to him as we wrapped up yesterday's interview. We also all agree on uh, on uh, uh, same-sex or excuse me, trans uh, bathroom laws uh, that uh, men and boys should not be competing with or uh, in the same private spaces as women, no matter what they call themselves or no matter what uh, psychological di- di- uh, disabilities they may have. Uh, so we're all on the same page here. It's uh, unfortunate that there seems to be such uh, an effort here, I guess, to say that we're not on the same page and that you're on a side that uh, that you've described yourself not to be, and I find that very unfortunate. Um, that, well, that's-
1: and again, in summarizing his statement, 37 billion of federal funds were available for water and energy projects in 2017. Um, Senator uh, Representative Maloney moved to make none of those funds available to any state that did not abide by Obama's EO adding sexual preference. That is an absolute false statement. I mean, he puts false statements in writing, but it doesn't surprise me. He puts false statements in writing about me passing a fix-nix bill, which I never did. He puts false statements in writing about child protective services, adopting children, taking them out of the country and selling them. Bob, think about that statement.
0: There's we'll, no we'll, evidence we'll have or proof on it. Yeah, well, and we'll have to let this uh, sit there for now. Obviously, there's still a lot of time between now. Not a lot of time, actually. About 11 weeks between now and the primary vote in May. So uh, there's still time, though. And uh, we will uh, certainly be able to reach out to you and to Mr. Blystone again to try to get some uh, some answers here. But I appreciate you coming on today to respond to what you heard yesterday and what was given to me. Uh, and uh, we'll talk again. Thank you very much, sir.
1: Thank you.
0: Alright, nine fifty-eight now. Obviously, we have just completely ignored commercial breaks at this hour of the program. Uh, so we're gonna take it to the news. Uh, we'll have a longer news break, but stick around during it because you're gonna to want to be here when Kersenow joins us. After that on AM 1420, the answer.